Elizabeth Carmel grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina. She has a new cookbook out called Steak and Cake. Yeah, I mean, what else do you need, right? And she pairs them together. The first thing I made from her cookbook was Grandma Odom's apple cake. Of course, I read the backstory in her Steak and Cake cookbook. It is one of those that I keep by my bed. It's such a good read. It makes me drool in my sleep. Anyway, it's much more fun to hear her tell you how it ended up in her book. One of my favorite cakes from growing up was my grandmother Odom's apple cake. And she made it from memory. She never used a recipe. And she made it almost every day in the fall when the apples were, you know, were in season and fresh. And I loved that cake. It was my absolute favorite cake. It's a very simple cake. It's a bunt cake. It has the most tender and delicious inside apple walnut cake. And the outside has this addictive, really crisp, crunchy crust. Uh, Sometimes she would sit for hours and crack black walnuts. And if she didn't have black walnuts, then she would use regular walnuts. But regardless, it was always my favorite cake. And when she passed away, we didn't have the recipe. And my mother and I tried so many apple cake recipes. None of them were Grandmother Odom's apple cake. And we looked and looked and looked and looked through things, and we couldn't find the recipe. And when I was working on my new book, Steak and Cake, my mother found a recipe box filled with index cards in my grandmother's handwriting, and there it was. And so I said, oh, my gosh, I've got to try it. And it's a very simple cake, not very many ingredients. And so I ran to the store, and I got all the ingredients, and I made it. And I wasn't sure I was doing it right because the batter is really thick like a cookie dough, and it's really hard to incorporate the chopped-up apples in with the batter. But I did it anyway. I put it in the bunt pan. I baked it, let it cool, and we could not wait to slice it. So we sliced it. We took a bite, and boy, oh boy, that one bite just took me back to my grandmother Odom's apple cake, and this was it. And I was so excited that I said, you know what? Normally, I would tinker with a recipe. There's no salt in the recipe. There's no vanilla in a recipe. I, you know, if I'm creating a recipe from scratch, I absolutely put salt. I absolutely put vanilla, but I said, I am not going to mess with grandmother Odom's apple cake. (laughs) And then, because I love it so much, and I was so excited that, you know, we finally had the recipe, I started making it a lot, and I couldn't believe it. Giving a piece of this cake away, I was turning non-bakers into bakers. They'd call me up and say, can you give me the recipe? What pan do I need to buy? How do I do it? And then, you know, people who weren't very nice, I'd give them a piece of this cake, and all of a sudden, they'd become my best friend. And so, I call it the power of Grandmother Odom's apple cake. That is fantastic. Maybe we need to to share that at political rallies. <laughs> Maybe, listen, you know, in, in the book, I mean, it happened so many times over and over again that I actually wrote a sidebar called The Power of Grandmother Odom's Apple Cake. I know. I read that. and oh, I, I read that. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course I did. And you paired that cake with a coffee rub tenderloin. So how do you develop those profiles to pair the main dish, for instance, the tenderloin with your grandmother Odom's apple cake? Well, let's back up a minute. The truth is this book, Steak and Cake, really grew out of a class that I taught to home cooks at the Institute of Culinary Education in New York City on Saturday nights. And I wanted to come up with a class that, you know, they'd have a great time at, but that would also give them some tools 
take home. And there are two foods that I never order at a restaurant. One is steak and one is cake because I can make them better myself. (laughs) And those are two foods that most people never make at home. And so I thought, let me teach them how to make steak and cake. And I just expected them to have a good time and all that. But I did not expect to see how empowered they were once they made their own steak and once they made their own cake. And literally, I could visually see they were walking taller after, you know, the four-hour class and they had eaten, you know, what they made. They were so proud of themselves that I said to myself, I have got to put this in a book. So that is how the idea came about. And almost the entire, you know, menu from my classes is in this book. And then when I started writing it, I got so excited that I created twice as many steaks and twice as many cakes as you see now. We have 35 pairings of steak and cake and then some extras in the side chapter and the steak primer and the cake primer, but 35 main pairings, and I had, I had twice that. So essentially what happened is when I had to cut half of the material, what stayed were my favorites. And so this is really like printing my personal recipe box. These are all the dishes that I make for friends and family. Oh, my gosh. I need to be your friend and part, member of your family. <laughs> you need to adopt me. Well you, right, well, you know what? You can make these steaks and cakes yourself. Okay, so I made the flat iron steak with Anthony's grandmother's earthquake oh, cake. Oh, you did? Yes. Yay! Okay. I'm just obsessed with this book. So I also have to tell you, you picked two of my very favorite recipes. I love a flat iron steak. And, you know, I urge everybody to go out and find one and cook it if they haven't, haven't ever had it before. It's more of an unusual steak. It's super flavorful and very economical. And then, to me, this is my fourth book that I've written. And this book, to me, is really, it's about joy. It's about celebration. It's about sharing. And you know how you go to someone's house for dinner and they make something great and you're like, wow, i got to have that recipe. Well, there are a lot of recipes in this book that are inspired by other people and Anthony's grandmother's earthquake cake is my good friend Anthony Underwood who is one of my cooking buddies you know we were talking about cake and I said well what's your favorite cake and he said oh for my birthday every year my grandmother would make her earthquake cake and I had never heard of an earthquake cake and so I said what is an earthquake cake and she he gave me the recipe and essentially an earthquake cake is all the flowers of a German chocolate cake in a 9 by 13 pan and it's one of those kind of cup a cup a can dump cakes which anybody can make but boy oh boy when it bakes and you taste it you have gone to heaven Yeah, I saw that, you know, it had the Betty Crocker German chocolate cake mix. And I thought, well, I was running out of time that day. But every year I make my son for his birthday a German chocolate cake. And so I I just wanted to try this. And oh, my gosh. Well, okay, I'm so glad you mentioned that because the base of the cake is a mix. And I grew up in a scratch family. I am a scratch baker, but there are two recipes in this book that start with a cake mix because it's so much better with the cake mix than making it from scratch, which I tried to do. I tried two or three chocolate cake recipes from scratch, and it just is not as good. So not only is it easy, but it's better with the mix. The other one is the pecan studded rum cake, and those are the only two in the book that do use mixes. But you know what? To me, it's all about the flavor and where whatever gets you there the best is what you should use. You know, the other thing I made was your roasted shallot and bacon marmalade. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm so glad you made that. Wow, I'm impressed. You made you made some of my very, very favorites. Really? Well, I was making burgers, and the cookbook was sitting on my counter, and I looked under sides, and it was the first thing I saw. And it inspired me, like, Julie and Julia, I'm going to cook my way through your entire steak and cake cookbook. I love it so much. Oh, thank you so much. That makes me feel great. I want everybody who buys it to do the same, because I can guarantee you, Every single recipe is tested. Every single recipe works. And I think every single recipe is delicious. And I love how you took the time to explain every cut of meat. A lot of times we cook these on a regular basis, but we really don't know that much about them. They don't. And I learned that by teaching that class. And that's why it was very important to me to give all of the information because my signature is creating recipes that actually are very easy to make but deliver explosive layers of flavor so that it tastes more complicated than it really is to make. But I want to give people the tools to make whatever they like the best because taste is subjective. And so the fundamentals of steak and the fundamentals of cake baking are in the back. And if you read those, then you'll understand you know, why a recipe calls for what it calls for. Oh my gosh, I could talk to you for hours. And it's the same with Sherry Castle, who I know you are friends with. Boy, it would be fun to have you both together. And she, like you, are so good at telling stories. And Sherry is so funny. She is funny. And you know, um, we've talked for years about cooking our versions of North Carolina because she's from the mountains and I'm. my family is more Eastern North Carolina and Piedmont. But her food traditions are, some of them are so different than the ones I grew up with. I mean, until I met her, I had never heard of chocolate gravy. Yeah, I know. I still think chocolate gravy is bizarre. But anyway. <laughs> it is, and she loves it so much. But anyway, maybe sometime we can come We can come on your show and just talk about our North Carolinas. Anytime. That is North Carolina native Elizabeth Carmel, whose new cookbook, Steak and Cake, is out. Find it anywhere you buy books, but buy it. And the girl is also a grill master. I would highly recommend any of her books, which include Taming the Flame, Pizza on the Grill, Soaked, Slathered, and Seasoned. And she also has an online barbecue shack called carolinaq2go.com. That's C-U-E. I put a link on my Facebook page.